Welcome back to Love, Life, and Legacy, a podcast that helps you win, just win everything all the time, especially in the area of sex. And in today's episode, Sammy and I tackled the issue of who high noon programs are for, because there's a lot of misinformation there. There's a lot of scare tactics that people are giving themselves and... What we want you to understand is that the criteria is a lot broader than you think and that there's a lot more people who should be in this program who think that they shouldn't because they have a misunderstanding. So let's clear some stuff up and enjoy today's episode. All right, everybody, welcome back here in this time and space where we exist right now. Sammy and I, where we collectively exist is in the beginning of the new year. This is our first podcast in the new year. And we are going to today talk about this. You know, there's like a wall for some people. When they meet us, they're like, wow, this is really cool. And then when they hear that they could maybe have a better life with more sexual integrity, they can get rid of some bad habits, they get excited. But then when they look at the potential solutions, a lot of people stop and they say, ah, no, I don't, I don't know if I can join a group. I don't feel like it's for me. So we have this kind of ongoing issue. And it's not just us. It's every recovery program. This is the main barrier for, for a lot of them is that people stop right before they're about to make a big change in their life for one reason or another. And with the story that a lot of people are telling themselves is, oh, I'm not one of those people that needs something like this. I can deal with it by myself. And so we wanted to kind of get into that and unpack who would be a good fit for High Noon University, for our Ascend you know, recovery program. And if you're already in it, we want to hear your testimony because the more people hear testimonies, the more that they are encouraged because, oh, that person's like me. I should do this too, right? And to start us out, Sammy's going to blast your minds with an amazing testimony we just got today from a young man. So Sammy, mm. I'm queuing you up, brah. Yeah, so shout out to Benny, our boy Benny, for sending this in, letting us use it. And uh, also props to him. He had no idea that we'd be using it in this way, but it was such a great story and and just perfectly illustrates this point that we want to make with this episode about the breaking concepts about who actually participates in our groups and and the kind of people that should consider joining a Heine group. So here we go. Hello, hello. My name is Benny. I'm 22 and I'm from London, UK. I'm currently studying physics at university. Last year during the lockdown, I fell back into an old habit of watching porn. With the desire to restore my sexual integrity, I signed up for the Ascend program on High Noon's website. It helped to a certain degree, but somehow I kept slipping up again and again. At the end of every daily lesson, there was an invitation to join a weekly group call. I was very skeptical about these calls. I felt that only a real addict would join the calls and was also worried what my family would think of me if I joined. I saw the invitation every day, but had no intention of joining. Eventually, however, I reached a very low point where I lost all hope. I believe that there was no way out of the self-destructive cycle of porn addiction. I was heartbroken. I thought there was no way for me to heal and that it would always be an issue for me. At that point, with nothing else to lose, I decided to join a weekly call for three months. I'm so moved and comforted when I look back on those three months. The progress I've made is incredible, and I'd never have done it without the awesome brothers in my group. My heart is so relieved now. I firmly believe that there is a path for me, and indeed for anyone to heal. I can make it through if I have my brothers by my side. The weekly calls have been phenomenal for me so far, and I tend to stay involved with them for a very long time. What made all the difference is knowing I'm not alone on the path of recovery. I see now that I was never going to master the addiction by myself. I was using porn as an escape from isolation. 
what I really needed was connection. Now I feel like I don't need pornography anymore because I belong to a tribe. I'm grateful for the work that High Noon is doing and looking forward to growing along the path of sexual integrity with them in the future. To end, a thought for you to consider. If, you're, if you've heard about the weekly calls but haven't joined one yet, then ask yourself why. All the best, Benny. So good. So Sammy and I were going to record this podcast regardless. And then this testimony came in right beforehand. Perfect timing because it, it's from somebody's mouth who's, who's experiencing in real time the need for this group, even though it was like the last thing that they wanted, it's the first thing that they needed. Sound familiar? <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and this topic, for whatever, yeah, we, it just hit us suddenly. It was such a relevant and simple thing. For me, this is just a misconception. Andrew, you expressed perfectly the attitude that a lot of people have with joining a group is that everything looks great and they think it's awesome. And they just have this concept about the kind of people who would do something like participate in a porn recovery group and the resistance of identifying as whatever that kind of person looks like to them. And they don't want to be that kind of person, mm. person that can't handle something by themselves. Maybe it's just, it's a sign of weakness or yeah. it just, it puts into light their behavior in a way that they don't want to acknowledge or to address. For me, it's just like, makes me take a step back because when I look at the people in our groups, they're just the coolest dudes. Yeah, It's like, I look at the people who, you know, how many people deal with a porn habit and don't want it? And then how many of those people actually, you know, break through that whatever barrier is to sign up and to participate in a group with other people and to talk to them weekly about how they're doing with porn? Yeah. Right. This is like the people that take their lives the most seriously, that they recognize the effect that is happening in their lives and they want to grow. They want to be good husbands. They want to be good fathers. We've got people who have children. We've got people who are married and blessed. We've got people who are preparing to be married and blessed or who mm. want to be one day. It's yeah, I think, I, well, this is the interesting thing because, you know, in the realm of therapy, it's like, oh, I don't need therapy. I'm not, I'm not crazy. Mm -hmm. So I don't need therapy. Because, and that's, you know, that's, that's kind of bad marketing, I guess, on, on behalf of therapy. Because if you, if you think about it in a different context, you're like, oh, I want to be physically fit, but I'd never go to a gym because that's where fat people go. It's like, no, exactly. That's where people yeah. go to get fit. Or I don't want to go to a school because that's where stupid people have to go. It's like, no, mm -hmm. that's, that's, where you go mm -hmm. to get smart, ideally, if it's a good school. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it in that context, it's really silly. And it's, I guess, just baggage that we have from the, I guess, world of wanting to look perfect and not mm -hmm. feeling like you don't want to admit that you're not perfect, even though nobody's perfect, but that there's something wrong with you. There's stigma. There's still stigma, you know, about mental health and stuff like that, because mm -hmm. there's a lot of unanswered questions still, right? Mm -hmm. but this is not, I think if people could see this as not therapy, more as a gym for your sexual integrity to work it out so that you can have strength and power and clarity, that's way better, right? Mm -hmm. It's a much better analogy, much closer to, to reality because you're just with a bunch of gym buddies, right? Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, when I was like high school, late high school, I had these buddies and they were all taller than me, all stronger than me. And whenever we would go anywhere, we'd go on our bicycles. If we we're going to anywhere, even at night, we'd always take our bikes. And they would always go so fast. And I could never catch up to them. I felt like a little wiener dog chasing after greyhounds. Like, and, in a, you know, I was always way behind them. And I always felt like such a baby, you know? And then mm -hmm. when I was with anybody else, I was light years ahead of them because I'd been training with these guys that were so, like, all they did was bike. That was like their, their, their life. And so they were, so good at it. And I was bad compared to them, but compared to everybody else, I was amazing. 
You know what I mean? And this is the mm -hmm. same thing as if you hang out with the right people, then your standards automatically go, go higher and you might not be able to reach them at first. But if everybody's striving for these standards and pushing each other and embracing each other, supporting each other, you're going to get there so much faster. And if you just try to do it by yourself, you, it's so easy to give up on yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's, it's Actually, a good I, framework <laughs> to kind of experience what our groups are really like. I have the exact same experience growing up, actually. I always thought I was so average or bad physically or at sports. And yeah. realizing back is the people I was hanging out with, two of them now, they're pro Frisbee players. <laughs> and another, another one is on, the, is on the, the cusp of becoming a pro cyclist. Yeah. Now, I was just, I was hanging out with, with a, like top 0.001% physical specimens. Yeah. What does that say about us? I mean, that's, that's a classic kind of like self-help tactic of surround yourself with greatness, but there is no such thing, you know, formally for sexual integrity. There's just except now there is. Now and, there is. you know, is even, and yeah, and the guys in the groups, even in other areas, they're so accomplished, right? Like just looking at Ben, he's super smart dude studying physics, yeah. right? He's like such an eloquent writer, handsome dude, like writes music, right? He's just yeah. a stud. Right. And then, I mean, that's just one of so many guys, like people in our groups, like there's one guy who's, he was on the vert, he, he's shooting, become a pro soccer player, people working in like for the department of defense, people who have really awesome careers, who have like awesome hobbies and are just really good at different stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. some of the fun, even just the coolest is for, I think just some of the funnest people to hang out with. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just important to understand that if you surround yourself with greatness, greatness is inevitable. It just becomes the air that you breathe. And, you know, we have some people in some groups, honestly, who are pretty hard on themselves too. People who haven't made, they don't feel like a lot of progress. But had they not had that group, I can guarantee you that they'd be in a very dark place. And this is kind of, maybe they're not in a place in their life yet to really catapult. They need to let some stuff go before they really experience that growth they're looking for. But this is like their lifeline. These groups are their lifelines. And I, I do know also some other people are like, yeah, I'm, I'm just not really growing. It's like, look at what you're able to do. You're able to show up even when you made a mistake, you still show up the next week. That's amazing. You're building integrity mm -hmm. even in the face of adversity. That's strength. You're building a strength that you can't buy anywhere. You can't fake it. That's like, that's real strength is like when shame is looking at you in the face and yelling at you saying, no, give up. You're not because you're showing up and there's something to that. There's muscles being developed there that are so deeply important for becoming a person that you would want to be, that you could be proud. Of. Mm, yeah, it, it's really, this is for so many people, sexual integrity is the final frontier, right? It's like, yeah. it's really the, I think the cream of the crop that are willing to face this issue head on. And that takes a lot of the courage, the kind of character that that takes. And yeah, I think you can have a better crowd. If it's just one thing I'd want to convey with this episode, it's changing that concept that people have of from, you know, the, the weirdo loser guy that's living in the basement where he doesn't do anything all day to, I mean, in gym terms, we're, we're dealing with like uh, pro athletes here Yeah, from, from my perspective. And also, you know, for women too, there's women's groups of all ages. We have men's groups of all ages, right? There's no excuse. And even if you're in a decent relationship with yourself, when you're hanging around with inspirational people, like imagine you've trained your entire life to be a basketball player, but you never have anybody to play basketball with. Well, now you do. And so that this, if you're doing well in your life of sexual integrity, then it's important too that you give other people help too. So there's, regardless of where you're at in the spectrum of your own journey, to be 
in and amongst other people who are focusing on their internal growth is keep something alive in you that makes life worth living. It makes things exciting. Like it was in that testimony that he's like, it was that camaraderie. That's the missing element in our society today of why so many people are in a very dark place in their life. People are getting mentally ill, physically ill, spiritually ill. And so much of that is because of isolation, not feeling connected to themselves through other people. We need to connect. And that's what these groups are for. For It's like talking about the best and worst of yourself allows you to be you in the truest sense. And there's just like, if you think about your life day to day, how many conversations do you have that where you're allowed to talk about the darkest part of your life, right? It's kind of weird when you just bring it up like at work and like, hey guys, you want to hear what I'm struggling with? People are like, they're not ready for it. They can't handle it and most likely can't help you. But if you're in a group of people who are dedicated to caring about you, then you can get it out and then you can move on. You can then redetermine and then say, okay, that was your last week. How's your next week going to be? And that that's really exciting too. Because then you can experiment trying to be the person that you want to be, mm -hmm. right? And that's really cool yeah. too. I mean, when I was in middle school, I was really trying to go for like, trying to reinvent myself, but I was trying to do it through fashion and through all sorts of stupid stuff. And it was really embarrassing because I was trying it out, but not really in a safe place. So if I, if I showed up with some, I had some, I remember I tried like, I borrowed my sister's bell bottoms once because I thought that might work and that totally flopped and I got made fun of. I was like, all right, come back. I'll come back swinging. So then I came back some other goofy outfit. I thought it was a going through a sarcastic phase in sixth grade. And I wrote, you're a loser on my butt, on the butt of my pants because I thought that would be cool. But I misspelled loser and I put two O's in it. <laughs> Who's the loser now? My, my mom and my sister just made uh, me so harsh. So that's like the not safe way and the fake way also trying to reinvent yourself is through fashion or through trends. The real way to reinvent a, yourself is like attempting to be the you that like the vulnerable you, the joking you, the supportive you, the one that you want to be. You can test that out in this group because in a way you're shedding your old skin, which was the fake you that was addicted to escaping who you really are. And then you can try out being your true self. And that's super exciting. I can see your smile, yeah, Sam. You want to make fun of my, my fashion, don't you? <laughs> yeah, just, I was going to wait for it. I was going to like let it build up. But uh, <laughs> Andrew, just you'll you'll never be a loser in my book. I'm, I'm Thanks, always... I'm, that was just the beginning of my disaster. but. Uh, we can move on. But what you're saying is like the difference between something fleet, like changing the things on the outside to actually changing, like transforming yourself from the inside and then that affecting how you're on the outside, right? Rather than just trying to find the right, the health analogy, man, always need that. Rather than just find the right diet, right exercise program, just changing your mindset about your health and about yeah. why you deserve to be healthy and why it's necessary for you to be healthy and the kind of person you are as someone who just it, lives a healthy life. Yeah. And as you go on your health journey, if you're getting really serious, and we'll stick with this analogy, when you're getting really serious about your health, you don't stick with the same regimen forever. That's insincere because our bodies change, mm -hmm. information changes, and it's important to always keep pushing yourself to be healthier and healthier. And as you do, your definition of what it means to be healthy changes as well. It adapts. As you grow, your understanding grows as well. And then ideally your implementation grows. So same with your sexual integrity journey is as you're reinventing yourself, what you think is possible grows, it changes, it morphs. And then you want more and more for your life until you just become a really happy person. And what happiness, I was thinking about this today, happiness at the end 
the older you get, if you're really working on what is really happiness, it ends up being a lot more like what you remember being when you were a kid, which is just being you mm. and having fun and being sincere. And when you feel like crying, crying. <laughs> and when you don't, mm. you don't, not holding things in and just like, obviously with, with the inclusion of responsibility, doesn't mean we just go back to stealing people's candy in the playground. That's, that's not, <laughs> but mm-hmm. more just like to be uh, a real authentic version of ourselves actually resembles a lot more like what we started out as and a lot less mm-hmm. like all the stuff that we've adopted in a way to compensate with what we've been missing in our hearts. So we want you to experience this journey and growth is not possible internally without other people. That's one thing that I think most religions miss out on because they really talk about individual perfection a lot, but they don't talk about what happens next. What happens after you've reached nirvana, let's say in some religions where you know you go to a mountain and you meditate for 20 years, let's say you get to the point where you can levitate and you can just be happy all the time. And then what? What about your family? What about the people who are suffering? That's what I love about our faith is that it really is actually perfection includes other people. It needs to. And it's the relation, the perfection of relationships that we're after. Relationship with ourselves and with other people. And that's what happens when you join these groups is you learn how to relate better with yourself and with other people. So everybody needs help with that. I hope we're selling you on this because we're really, <laughs> we just want everybody to be a part of it because it's something so simple that anybody can do. It takes about an hour a week-ish and then you can experience growth. Absolutely. If you put in the work. It's not complicated, but it's just hard for a lot of people to fit it into their mind because they're just like, oh, I'll do it next time or maybe later or whatever. These are all just excuses for wanting to stay stuck because at least you're used to being stuck. And you don't have to do that scary thing like going to school for the first day. That's scary for a lot of people. That's all we got for you guys today. Just bottom line, you should be in a group and you will have a fantastic time being in a group. And... If you are in a group and you've had a great experience, give us your testimony and tell other people about it. It's really incredible to see the power of a testimony. And it's also really saddening to see when some people do make a huge turnaround in their life and then they kind of run out the door and we never see them again. That again, it's not just about you. And that's what you realize more and more that when you go on this journey, it's like the more you want to give back, the more that you heal, it means that you have extra room in your heart to care about other people. So Please don't be shy to testify about what what you've been through. When you meet with somebody, if they're struggling, your testimony is extremely valuable. Even if you're not perfect and nobody's perfect, you're still ahead of somebody and your testimony is really valuable for them. So yeah, please, if you haven't joined a group, join a group. And if you have joined a group, help other people join a group. Let them know about it. Hug them. Let them know that there's a community out there for them. There's a tribe, like Benny said. There's a tribe. Mm-hmm. That's all we got for you guys today. I guess we'll see you next time. All right, guys. Take care. Adios. Hello, everybody. Andrew Love here for one last announcement, and that is I encourage you to join our newsletter. We don't spam people. We give you the goods. We give you good quality information once a week in your email. And so we send out newsletters probably Saturdays mid-morning on average and these are filled with blogs, the latest content, everything you need to know in order to get through your week with high noon light. So let us light up your inbox. Join our newsletter by going to highnoon.org. It's all right there. It's super easy. We won't spam you. 
we just want to let you stay connected to this high noon providence. So go to highnoon.org and sign up for our newsletter.